Hello, I'm back, and this is another review for Grey's Anatomy. Now, I'm going to call this one the Jackson episode, the Jackson Avery, I have discovered myself episode, because Jackson, it, it's all on Jackson. It's about Jackson figuring himself out, figuring out what his purpose is in life, and feeling comfortable with it. You know, um, Jackson has always been on this self-discovery page. He's always been trying to understand who he is apart from his well-known and very wealthy family. And he's rebelled against it. He wants to be known for his own merits and all that good stuff. And he is. And, you know, he's a very successful plastic surgeon, but he still is unclear on his purpose in life. Being a successful physician, surgeon is not enough. And so once again, he's on this journey to understand who he is. And we saw him in the last episode on this uh, 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 car ride. And he said he's got, he got 11 hours to go. So we didn't know where he was going. But when he gets there, we see he sees he meets up with his ex-wife. And he also meets up with his father, which I was surprised. I was surprised that, you know, he was going to um, come back and, and, and actually want to, you know, deal with his father. Because, you know, he really hated his father. His father wasn't around. You know, his father walked away from everything. You know, he was a successful physician. And he just up and left. He was married. He had a son. And he decided one day, this isn't me. I don't want this. And went and lived in some remote area of Seattle or, or Washington, the state, and run a, uh, a restaurant. And he's happy with that. You know, and, and but he, he was selfish in his choices that he made. So, um you know, when Jackson confronted his father initially about a couple of seasons ago, it didn't go over very well. But Jackson comes back and because Jackson feels like he's at this place of, I want to get away. He does this a lot. You know, he drives away, goes and be with nature for a few days. Don't tell anybody where he's going. This isn't something that is the, this isn't unlike Jackson's behavior, running away when he is in a state of confusion discovery, etc. So he talks to his dad and uh, we get some insight about his father's background. You know, his father said, look, I'm living in a place where people don't know who I am as far as I come from this very wealthy family. Uh, my father turns out to be this, you know, terrible person, actually. You know, they don't really care about any of that or know about that. They just know that they love to come to this restaurant. They have drinks. They have good food. And it's a simplistic life. And I'm happy with my decision, even though my self selfish act has hurt others, namely his um, his son, Jackson. And he also lets Jackson know. I understand why you're up here because you're thinking about letting everything go. You're thinking about running away. You're thinking about trying to find a new beginning. And you want me to convince you that that's a good idea to do because you don't really want to do it because you're scared, but you want me to convince you to go ahead with that thought. And Jackson's kind of, you know, annoyed because he got confronted with the truth. He got confronted with himself by his father. 
We also see he also, you know, while in this area, wherever he is in, in D.C., in, not D.C., in Washington, he meets up with April. He gets to April's house, raining and all of that. April's like surprised to see him. It wasn't, you know, planned, you know, it wasn't planned for him to just show up. And that was kind of presumptuous of him to think that he could just show up at this woman's house, his ex-wife, without calling. She is married, you know, she's married. And you just don't show up at folks' house like that, unannounced. But she let him in. And we find out that the daughter is sick. She's got, you know, I don't know if she's got respiratory issues or an infection. But she's running a fever. And so, you know, um, April hasn't really been able to do for herself. You know, so Jackson was like, look, I'm here now. Let me just take care, you know, of Hannah. And you go take your shower and get yourself together. We also find out that uh, April, you know, she comes out and, you know, the, the electricity is on the flicks and all of that because it's a big storm. And during this time, the initial conversation, you know, April was like, you know, how did you know that Matthew wasn't going to be here? Because, you know, Matthew is a, a firefighter and or paramedic. I think he's a paramedic. And so Matthew was like, I didn't know. He said, I just took a chance. I wanted to get away. I wanted to come out here and really do some thinking. That's all. She's like, oh, okay. So he doesn't come out and say exactly what he's doing, but April can already tell that Jackson's trying to make a decision about something and he's in a quandary. She already can tell because she knows how Jackson moves. Okay. So there's a lot of back and forth and it, with the with both the father and with April, you know, um, we get moments where Jackson and his father are in, you know, they're 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 arguing, you know, about life, and you know, Jackson's father's like, I'm comfortable where I am, despite the decisions I've made, I'm very comfortable with it. I can't tell you what you need to do with your life. I can't tell you where you fit in. And see, here's Jackson's issue. Jackson feels as though He's been given everything. He's lived a life of privilege. He grew up with an Avery name, which has allotted him a lot of things that most of us would not be able to afford, um, not be able to get to, etc. Now, it doesn't take away from the fact that, yes, he's gotten very good grades. He's was a key excelled in schools and he is a very well-known physician. With the issue of social justice being at the forefront in 2020, Jackson began to have concerns about his contribution to justice, to society, looking at himself and saying, what am I doing? What can I do better? I'm in this position and yet I'm looking around and there's so many others that wish they could be in my position. He even questioned, well, he didn't question um, Weber, but he did let Weber know. He was like, the most I ever done was donate. You know, I've, I've given lots of money to many different organizations and charities, and that's the extent of it. He went and told his, his mom, he was like, you know, I really didn't do anything. You know, giving money is great, but I didn't feel like I was in the trenches. You know, he wasn't out there in marches and that made him feel insecure. You know, his mom was like, look, I've been at the board tables fighting. I've been 
doing what I need to do to make sure that we have situations such as the Baileys and the Webbers and all these folks that probably would not have given the opportunity to be in these leadership positions. So even his mom has done a lot of work. And again, he is uh, uh, feeling very insecure and feeling as though there is a large part of him that's missing out. He's feeling empty and without purpose. And he even, so he's explaining that to his father and his father is, and both April at different times are letting you know Jackson know that you have contributed so much to society. April points out some very specific issues you know, there was a young uh, young boy who had to get his hands rebuilt. He had um, whatever, some type of disease and his hands was like enlarged and something was wrong with him and he rebuilt his hands. He said, the type of things that you do have helped so many people. Um, and even though Jackson received it, it still wasn't enough. He was still in a quandary. So finally, Jackson decides to bring up the whole foundation to his father first. And it's the foundation, you know, run the family foundation, the Avery Foundation, whatever. Uh, Kim, I don't know, did they call it Kim Fox? Uh, what is it called? The uh, Catherine Fox Foundation, whatever the family, the, I think they renamed the Catherine Fox Foundation, whatever the case may be. Jackson now is thinking that he can do a lot by taking over the foundation and putting forth efforts and programs and him being like at the helm of it to assist other up and coming doctors within the field. He can also help with other philanthropic efforts because he has the resources. He can do all this and feel purposeful and feel like he's utilizing the resources, the massive resources that he has to really make a difference. And he's come to this conclusion, this is the best thing for him to do to make him feel at ease. And the father is like, yeah, you know, that's a great thing. You know, I, how can I disagree with that? He's very pleased that Jackson has come to this conclusion. Because we have to remember, Jackson, like I said, did everything he could to run away from the family name. And, you know, he was so anti, the, you know, and then, but he came around. So now we got to go and talk to April about this. And I was wondering how that was going to work because when he did mention it to April, he was like, I want to go ahead at the foundation, which means I would have to relocate to Boston. And April said, well, what about Hannah? You know, I mean, cause you know, at that point, they took turns, I guess, you know, they had a schedule weekends or whatever his days off and however her days off worked, they had a schedule worked out. They had their plan all of that. So apparently April only lives 9, 10, 11 hours away. Somehow they make they manage to make it work. At least they're, they're in the same state. Going to Boston would be a lot different. You know, he wouldn't be seeing Hannah as much, um, obviously, you know. So, you know, how is this going to work out? And he tells her, he said, well, you know what? He said, I think with all the resources and I know what you're working on here and I know what you're doing. Understand what Matt does. You can do that. I can give you the resources and you can do the same things just on a larger network, a larger scale. You and Matt both can relocate to Boston and still do all of the work that you are doing now. 
People looked at him like, you got to be joking me. You want me to uproot my life because you have made a decision that I don't even know. Because at, the, at, the, at first, April wasn't even sure that he really wants to do this. April was kind of like on the fence, like, really? She said, you always run away from your problems. You always make these these decisions and then turn around and backtrack on them. You don't have the best history when it comes to sticking with the plan for the most part, at least as far as their relationship is concerned. And she just really was giving him some really good, honest feedback from her perspective. She was like, look, I'm good here. I got it made here. I'm doing and I'm actually happy. But now you want me to uplift my my life because of your decision. I don't think that's fair. And, it, and, you know, good point. They even talked about their relationship and how that's they're never at the same place at the same time. You know, when April and Jackson got together. They were. Residents. And April was this, um, she was, you know, the type of young lady that wanted to wait until she got married to have sex. Well, while they went away to start um, taking exams for the boards and all of that, um, you know, April and Jackson got together. They, they, they did have sex and April wasn't really focused on her studies and she didn't pass the boards initially. So April had to go back, work with her. The rest of her classmates had moved on and April had to go back and pretty much be at the same level as residents or interns that were a year less than her, you know, a year behind. Eventually, though, they kept dating, and Jackson and April did get married, even though April had started dating somebody else, which was Matthew, and when then April left Matthew at the altar for Jackson, then Jackson and April got married. They had a baby. The first baby, you know, ended up dying. Then she ended up getting pregnant again. Um, Matthew, of course, you know, this I'm leading up to the whole situation with Matthew. So anyway, we get to discussing, you know, you know, a little bit about April and she comes clean about Matthew because Matthew was supposed to be at work. Remember? And she tells April decides to let, you know, Jackson know that she's up for the challenge. She wants to go to Boston and, you know, see what, see what happens and continue to do her, her work and all of that. And Jackson's like, cool. You know, I can talk to, if you want me to talk to Matthew, she's like, it's no point in talking to Matthew. And apparently Matthew relocated to Philadelphia and has no plans of returning. None. Matthew never forgave April at all. He really didn't. He tried. He loved April, but he was resentful. Matthew did get married to someone else. And that young lady, I don't know what happened. She was sick, came to the hospital. April ended up caring for this woman. And then the woman died. So... Matthew eventually started dating April and they got married, but he never got over the hurt and pain of, you know, April leaving him initially for Jackson and then it turned around to lose his wife. He tried to fight through it, but he always held that against her and he never forgave April and the marriage just didn't work. So he left April. Um, I think there was a family member or sister or something that was sick in Philadelphia and he went to Philadelphia and did not come back. So there was no Matthew in April. 
All right. None of that. So, the, you know, April's like, I'm ready to go. I don't know if this means that April and Jackson are going to get back together. I just know that she's going to Boston, her and Hannah, and I don't know what that means for Jackson. We don't, that part I don't have, but I'll say this. Um, Jackson is leaving and in two weeks we will get a chance to see, cause he's, you know, he lets April know I gotta, you know, talk to the chief and all of that. And he, he did tell his mom in this episode that, you know, this is what he wants to do. And she's very excited for him. She's really wanting him to be with the foundation. She mentioned this to him a while ago and he refused. So now he's on board. So, you know, um, in two weeks, we will get a chance to uh, see the last episode with Jackson Avery and him saying goodbye to the staff. They're going to, I guess, give him a good goodbye and all of that. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know. But tell me, guys, what did you think about this episode? I, I liked it. I, I really did. I liked seeing Jackson basically coming full circle to his, to his own, feeling comfortable and feeling good about himself and the work that he's going to be doing. As far as his relationship, like I said, I don't know if him and April, it wasn't clear to me that him and April were going to be a couple. Um, she's just moving to Boston with, with their daughter. She didn't say anything about they're going to be together. That, that, that was never discussed. And it wasn't even implied in my opinion. Um, possibly they might, who knows? Um, I guess we'll have more information in two weeks when it comes back, but that is my review of the show. Again, um, good show. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm seeing a lot of the, um, seasoned, if you will, not seasoned, but the ones who've been there a long time are starting to leave. You know, you got Jackson moving on. Um, I'm wondering if Joe's going to stick around. Joe is the next person that I'm wondering. You know, I know she wanted to change specialties, but I got a feeling that Joe's going to have an opportunity elsewhere because I don't see her character going much further on here. You know, I think we're in the last days of, of Grace, to be honest. I think they might have one more hurrah, um, one more season, and then I think it's going to be that's it, in my opinion. But, you know, I say it's almost every other season now. That's all. Talk to you guys later.